Thank you so much for coming. It's a very special afternoon because we think for the first time, for a very long time, we have a children's choir. So a very big thank you to Claire Bentham who has done an amazing job with the choir and also to Jack Percy and his band who have also done a great job. So just to introduce myself, I'm Sue Collinson and I'm a member of staff here and this really feels like the beginning of our Christmas celebrations. Um, it was great to clap the choir and I think we might even clap them again because they have worked very hard and there'll be one or two pieces that they will be singing or the band will be doing that you don't have to join in with. So if there's nothing on the screen, you can stay sitting, okay? If there's nothing on the screen, you don't have to join in. When there's something on the screen, do stand and sing. That's pretty simple, isn't it? And just to say that uh, as it's a carol service, not a concert, we won't be stopping and applauding all the way through. So actually, I think we should just give them another massive round of applause now. Thank you, thank you. So that will mean that the service will just flow through without any interruption at all, just from reading to carol. And at the end of the service, you are all warmly invited to hot chocolate and biscuits in the Simeon room, which is just the room directly opposite this room through there. So do stay if you would like for refreshments. So it only goes now to... Uh, me to welcome our new vicar, Simon, who is going to introduce our Advent Millionaire. Well, a very good afternoon to all of you. My name is Simon, and a very warm welcome from me too. Um, through the last couple of weeks um, at our morning service, uh, we've had Advent Millionaire each week, and each time we've revealed uh, who features in the next candle. We're going to light the Advent wreath in just a second. Um, I'm, thought, I'm, I'm going to use all of the choir together to see if you can answer the question. So if we can have the question up on the screen, uh, please. Uh, this is a, uh, and yeah, guys, look at the screen, and there should be a question that comes up, and ah, there we go. So it's a really hard question, so you've got to use all of your brain power to see if you can answer it. Oh, there we go. We'll try that again. Exactly. Um, can we have the question again? Let's see if it works this time. Marvellous. Um, there we go. Great. So here is the question. What did Mary say when the angel Gabriel told her she was going to have a baby boy? So can you remember? So the, did she say... A, I need to check with my fiancé first. Did she say, B, that's not very convenient right now? Did she say, C, I am God's servant? Or did she say, D, I'd rather have a baby girl? So just have a, have a, have a little think, have a little think, have a little think. Just, just make sure everyone else can have a little think too. So do you, do you feel as though you need to ask this lot or do you think you know? Okay, so... Okay, hand, put all your hands down. So hands up for A, I need to check with my fiancé first. Anybody? Okay, hands up for B, that's not very convenient now. Anyone hands up for that? Hands up for C, I am God's servant. Okay. 
it might not be right. You don't know. Or, or hands up for D. I'd rather have a baby girl. Who thinks that? Okay, can we reveal what the right answer is, please? Yeah, well done, you guys. Fantastic. Well done. Um, so, would anybody like to help me light the candles? Who's not lit the candles so far? Do you want to come? Because I think your hand was up first. Come with me. So, we're going to light four of the five candles. Uh, so, can you please, if you can hold that there while I light these matches. That's great. That one reminds us of the patriarchs, all the people in the Old Testament who got ready. That's fantastic. Oh, nearly there. I think you're there. Great. And then if you come around to this one next, come around to this one here. This one reminds us of the prophets, all the people who all those years before said that Jesus was coming. This one here, fantastic. This one reminds us, a bit closer, that's it, of John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin. And then come around to this one here. You're doing amazingly. This one reminds us of Mary, Jesus' mum. That's it. Pull that one down and then give that a nice big blow. Oh. That's great. Let me take that for you. There we go. Sue, thank you very much. Back to you. Thank you, Simon. So as we begin, let's stand all together. And we're going to sing, O Come All Ye Faithful. But before we do so, let me say a prayer for us all gathered here today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to celebrate the wonderful news of Jesus' birth. And as we sing and listen and hear the story retold, we pray that you would come by your Holy Spirit and help us to become part of this amazing story. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs>
birth of Jesus foretold. Dear little flock, you're all wandering away from me, like sheep in an open field. You have always been wandering away from me, and now you're lost. You can't find your way back, but I can't stop loving you. I will come to find you, so I am sending a shepherd to come and look after you, to carry you home to me. You've been stumbling around like people in a dark room, but into the darkness a bright light will shine. A little baby will be born, a royal son. His name will be Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us. Yes, someone is going to come and rescue you. But he won't be who anyone expects. He will be a king, but he won't live in a palace. He will be poor and a servant. But this king will heal the whole world. It's the secret rescue plan we made from before the world began. It's the only way to get you back. Yes, the rescuer will come. Look for him. Watch for him. He will come. Get, get ready. God says to his people, I can't stop loving you. You are my heart's treasure. But I lost you. Now I am coming back for you. I am like the sun that gently shines on you, chasing away the darkness and fear and death. You will be so happy. You will be like little calves running free in an open field. I'm going to send my messenger, the promised one, the one you have been waiting for, the rescuer. He is coming, so get ready. Thanks be to the Lord.
we've just heard all about some prophecies. And prophecies means when God gives us information, either about something that's happening now or about something that will happen in the future. And anyone can have prophecies, anyone who listens to God closely. And we are going to explain a little bit more about how the prophecies about Jesus, come with me, how the prophecies of Jesus came about in the Old Testament. So I have got a ribbon. And my ribbon shows us time. Henry, could you come and stand about here and hold the ribbon there where that black line is? Perfect. Now, all of that back there is kind of, that's the creation of the world. That's back back in the distant past when God made the world. We come down here, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. We come down here, this is the Old Testament. We've kind of had, we've had Abraham, we've had Isaac, we've had Jacob. We're coming this way, we're coming this way. Here, there, perfect. Gabriel, could you hold there? This is Isaiah. That's the person who was listening to God and wrote down that first reading that Silas read for us. We're going to keep coming a bit further. Ah, now, Holly, could you hold there? That's Malachi. He was the person who wrote the second reading. He was listening to God and wrote... Oh, Chloe, could you stand there? Perfect. That, where Chloe is, that's the birth of Jesus. And keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. It's a very, very long way. And if I've got it right, there we go. Noah, could you come and hold this just there for me? I'm going to put that down on there and you hold that there. This is 2019. Okay? That's where we are now. So... Jesus' birth is not the beginning of a story. It's right in the middle of the story. Because all that went before it and all that's come after it is completely connected to Jesus' birth. And it was part of God's plan right from the beginning. It's not that God tried some other things and then when they didn't work, he thought, oh, I know. I'll send Jesus, because Jesus was born here, but back here, God was telling us through Isaiah that Jesus would come, and he was still telling us about it here, and then Jesus was born. But Jesus' birth, it's not the end of the story either, because we've got all of this time coming here to where we are now, because we are also part of the story. I am in the story, and you are in the story. God is still writing this amazing story. And he invites each one of us to come and be part of this adventure that stretches all the way back through time to where we are now, but also further on. The story is still being written. There's still more to come. We don't know how much. There's still more to come. Um, so as we enjoy hearing this Christmas story again this afternoon, and we sing all these wonderful carols, remember that this isn't something which is finished and over with. And it isn't something that happened 2,000 years ago. It's something that was happening at the beginning of time, all the way back past Henry. It was happening all the way through. It's still happening now, and it's happening on into the future. And God has a part for each one of you to play. And you don't have to be an angel. You don't have to be a shepherd. You don't have to be a wise man. You don't even have to be an innkeeper, a donkey, a camel. You just have to be yourself. Bring yourself to God. 
and play the part that he has written just for you that nobody else can play. Right. Thank you. Mary and the Angel. There was once a young girl who was engaged to a man named Joseph. Joseph was the great, 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 great grandson of King David. One morning, this girl was minding her own business when suddenly a great warrior of light appeared right there in her bedroom. He was Gabriel and he was an angel, a special messenger from heaven. When she saw the tall, shining man standing there, Mary was frightened. You don't need to be scared, Gabriel said. God is very happy with you. <clears throat> Mary looked round to see if perhaps he was talking to someone else. Mary, Gabriel said, and he laughed with such gladness that Mary's eyes filled with sudden tears. Mary, you're going to have a baby, a little boy. You will call him Jesus. He is God's own son. He's the one. He's the rescuer. The God who flung planets into space and kept them whirling around and around. The God who made the universe with just a word. The one who could do anything at all was making himself small and coming down as a baby. Wait, God was sending a baby to rescue the world. But it's too wonderful, Mary said, and felt her heart beating hard. How can it be true? Is anything too wonderful for God? Gabriel asked. So Mary trusted God more than what her eyes could see, and she believed. I am God's servant, she said. Whatever God says, I will do.
It was just as the angel had said. Nine months later, Mary was almost ready to have her baby. Now Mary and Joseph had to take a trip to Bethlehem, the town King David was from. But when they reached the little town, they found every room was full. Every bed was taken. Go away, the innkeepers told them. There isn't any place for you. Where could they stay? Soon Mary's baby would come. They couldn't find anywhere except an old, tumble-down stable, so they stayed where the cows, donkeys and horses stayed. And there, in the stable amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows, in the quiet of night, God gave the world his wonderful gift. The baby that would change the world was born, his baby son. Mary and Joseph wrapped him up to keep him warm. They made a soft bed of straw and used the animal's feeding trough as his cradle. And they gazed in wonder at God's great gift, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Mary and Joseph named him Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us. Because, of course, he had. God was like a new daddy. He couldn't keep the news to himself. He'd been waiting all these long years for this moment, and now he wanted to tell everyone. So he pulled out all the stops. He was going to send a big choir of angels to sing his happy song to all the world. He's here, he's come. Let's go and see him, my little boy. 
Now, where would you send your splendid choir? To a big concert hall or to a palace? Well, God sent his choir to a little hillside outside a little town in the middle of the night. He sent all those angels to sing for a raggedy bunch of shepherds watching their sheep outside Bethlehem. In those days, people used to laugh at shepherds and say they were smelly. People thought that shepherds were nobodies, just scruffy riffraff. But God must have thought those shepherds were very important indeed because they're the ones he chose to tell the good news to first. That night, the shepherds were out in the open fields warming themselves by a campfire when suddenly the olive trees rustled. What was that? The beat of a wing? They turned around and standing in front of them was a huge warrior of light blazing in the darkness. Don't be afraid of me, the bright shining man said. I've come to bring you happy news for everyone everywhere. Today, in David's town in Bethlehem, God's son has been born. You can go and see him. He's sleeping in a manger. And behind the angel, the shepherds saw a strange glowing cloud, except that it wasn't a cloud. It was angels, troops and troops of angels, armed with light. And they were singing a beautiful song, glory to God, to God be fame and honour and all our hoorays. Then, as quickly as they had appeared, the angels left. The shepherds stamped out their fire, left their sheep, raced down the grassy hill through the gates of Bethlehem, down the narrow cobbled streets until at last they reached a tumble-down stable. They caught their breath and then they tiptoed inside. They knelt on the dirt floor. They'd heard about this promised child, and now he was here, heaven's son, the maker of the stars, a baby sleeping in his mother's arms. This baby would be the light to light up the whole world, chasing away darkness, helping people to see. And the darker the night got, the brighter the star would shine. 